Welcome everyone to Top Comments. My name is Sam Gelman, the Junior Opinions Editor of the YU Commentator, and I'll be the host for this episode. Today I have the pleasure of sitting down with three of the top meme lords and lordesses of YU memes for On The Derek Teens to discuss meme culture and the meme groups in general. Today we're joined by Tony Ariaza. Hello. Schiffer Lindenberg. Shalom. And Emily Nekhanoff. Happy to be here, Sam. Thank you all for coming. Really appreciate you joining and looking forward to a great discussion. Um, Tony, let's start with you about meme, the meme group, Why You Memes for On The Derek Teens. Why did you decide to, to make the group? What led you to form this, this Facebook group? There's a lot of other groups out there for different colleges. And um, one night, I think it was like Thursday night, I was at a party. I was at a party and I was a little bit intoxicated, I'll be honest. And I decided, why not? Because my, my friends and I send each other like random crap all the time. And I was like, well, why not have a group where I, we can post whatever we want, have some fun. And I made it a closed group because I just didn't want people, like the administration to be involved or like have, have a say in anything. I didn't really want people to like see outside of it. And that was basically, and I came up to Schiffer with the idea. I was like, I want to have, I want to have a place just to have a lot of fun. So it was originally Tony's idea. He came to me and said, all these other colleges have their meme groups. We should do a YU memes group. So then he physically created the group with pressing all the fancy buttons, writing all the words. Originally, we had it a different name for the group. But then after some changes, we settled on YU memes for on the Derek teens. We kept it a closed group just because we didn't want to have to deal with public groups, all that drama, and one thing led to another, and we have like, what, about over 1,500 people in the group now? Yeah. And it's very concentrated, because most of these people are only YU people, or gap year students, and others too. It's actually about half our, um, like, no, about a third are not right. YU students. Right. I have, like, I have the demographics, right. we have like, four, like 1,400 active generally every day right. of people going through it. So the name "Why You Means for On the Derek Teens," it's a very creative, very creative name. Um, is there why, how is the name created? Is there a certain irony to it in, in it that you see, or do you, why why is that an appropriate name for the for the "Why You" meme group? So the original um, term was "Why You Memes for Self-Hating Teens" because it was a joke on um, anti on anti like anti-Israel, but Daniel Nimchinsky came up to me like immediately like the day after I had made it and he was complaining that that's inappropriate, you can't do that, blah blah blah. And so Schiffer came up with a better name that was much more appropriate. Yeah, because I figured there's plenty of jokes about on the Derek. Why do, why don't we have on the Derek in the name? Right, I understand. Um, okay, so let's move on now to a topic that has been trending in the news um, recently that comes up a lot with meme pages and and publications in general, which is which is censorship. Should memes be censored, basically? This is, an, like you said, this is supposed to be an open forum for students to post things. So should memes be censored? Should there be some sort of censorship? And if so, what is the criteria of that censorship? I never wanted any censorship when I first made it. Um, the, the first thing that happened when people were posting within the first week, my friends started, a few of my close friends started posting things that were making fun of the feminist club, making fun of a lot of people, using some language that was not okay and they got backlash, but I really didn't want to, I did not want to censor it at all. And eventually, like, because uh, like, I really didn't want to deal with it all on my own, we added some admins and then they started dealing with it, but I, I really wasn't happy with any censorship. 
I wanted people to be able to do, to post their minds, to post what they find funny, and to do whatever they want. But unfortunately, that's not so easy to do because people tend to um, overreact to things or not really be able to understand certain senses of humor. As everyone has a different sense of humor, and um, I still, I still don't want things censored. However, there is like when it comes to actually individuals, it's a little bit too far. Like any anyone who was like purposely like harassing an individual, we like would mute them or because that was just you can't really allow people to put each other down. So as far as censorship goes. The word it has a very negative connotation, like, oh, bad thing, censorship. So, I will say I disagree. I think, to some degree, we do need some certain censorship. Because censorship is, okay, first of all, are the memes, why are you related? Are they college related? Do they belong here? Because there have been a number of memes of content that weren't really why you related. They were just crude in nature. They weren't trying to be why you related. They just or even some memes about the feminist club about stern girls. It didn't seem like it was a meme about stern girls, it just seemed like it was a meme about girls in general, but someone was just smart enough to put, oh, stern before the word girls to make it appropriate. And I do think censor censorship, or at least limiting it to a certain degree, is important because most people, they don't want to go on their laptop, their phone, and see an inappropriate, something that's inappropriate. Because when you don't have censorship, you have people who are inappropriate, you have people who are instigating hate speech, you have people who are putting things on people's computers that they don't want to see, and then they end up muting the group. So then, okay, fine, their friend happened to like the meme or comment on it, but that individual doesn't want to go to the page anymore. And as far as people getting harassed and all that goes, I don't think that many people are getting harassed because it's the same group of indi individuals who make the memes. And also, when it comes to making a meme, I think you can sort of foresee if it would, would offend as many people as it could in the beginning. Because if you ask yourself, this meme that I'm making, is it a joke? It's, it's, a punching, it's punching a little fun here and there but it's just meant to be a joke, or is it, I want to actively offend someone, and this gives me the tools necessary to do it. Because I think there are, there are, there's a group of, ind of individuals who that's how they for make their memes, that's their humor, and I think there needs to be a limit to that. Yeah, I definitely agree that censorship in and of itself does have this negative connotation when in reality, the goal of censorship is not to quiet people's imaginative voice, it's more to make it more of a comfortable environment for everyone else. Yes, I know there are plenty of memes about this becoming a safe space, but I just recently had a conversation with my friends about making, a, there's a certain meme called, like genre that has an inappropriate picture, but if the caption is just totally different. And we actually had a very long conversation about if that was something that would be appropriate to post in the YU group. And I disagreed with my friends with saying that they, like posting something inherently inappropriate or something that you know is just going to push certain people's buttons or make people uncomfortable, like 
you could share that in private with people that you know might appreciate that, but if it's something that you're just doing to possibly get a rise out of people, I don't think this meme group is the place for it. The problem with that is that when it comes, I was actually having a conversation with someone about this today, and I've had this conversation with multiple people who've come up to me and been like, and I, I, I explained to them how every meme in the group at some point, or at least like 90% of the memes have been reported at some point or another. Every single one. Um, due to the fact that somebody finds something offensive in it. I've gotten things, complaints about things being racist. I've gotten complaints about the way your shishivas are being treated. I've gotten complaints about everything under the sun. And once you start censoring things, you, the, everything becomes smudged and people stop feeling comfortable because they don't know and they can't tell because everyone has a different sense of humor and even though their friends are telling them to post it, it like the person down the street, the people who were in YP, who a bunch of YP guys actually came up to me today and be like, the way YP is treated in your group was completely unacceptable and how is it, how is it, now, now it's coming to be like this? This is ridiculous. Like, people were com very offended in the way that BMP, YP, um, and Sims were all treated. They felt very minimalized. They felt very personally attacked. And a lot of that stuff had been reported to me. And I simply said, I'm sorry, but, like, I can't just censor everything. And I'm not, and I, ra I, w I would rather allow as much as possible because once you start censoring things, then everything goes. Everything, every, like, ev slowly things start to go away and humor starts to disappear because humor in itself is something that tends to be offensive. My question, though, is that I think that the examples you brought about YP and Roshe Yeshiva, I think those, are, those could be considered a little different than, let's say, a meme um, making fun of the McCore program. Because, wait, let me, YP, BMP, IBC, JSS, they're, they're programs, but they're, you're not making fun of, of, what, of who that person is. Um, you're making fun of a program that they're a part of, and it's not really necessarily a central aspect of their identity. And it's not as and not as a taboo topic as as mocking the McCore program. And when it comes to the rabbis, they're in a position of authority. So when you're in a position of authority, the assumption is that you will be mocked. So I think that those types of mockings are valid, and I think maybe you would agree, for whatever reason or not, that those mockings are valid. But are valid. But for certain memes mocking the McCore program, mocking sexual harassment or rape, people would say that those might be inappropriate. So you think those, would you say those are the same or is difference? How would you, so how would you deal with that? The point is that you can't know what, how people are going to take it. And yes, you are right. There are different, everyone has a different form of what's offensive and what's not offensive. And to one person, one thing might be way more offensive. One, one thing might be way, like way less offensive. But that doesn't really change where things end up coming from, especially when you have a, a large group of people. Because everyone will complain about different things. And yes, you're right. And what I, those memes making fun of those things, sometimes they do hurt people. And a lot of times they do, they, a lot of people don't consider morally okay. However, other people who are way like more religious like actually came up to me and were like, I actually think that it's way worse the way they treat um, the, the, the Rosh Yeshiva or YP than the way that, than the way that some of these, the way the McCord program is treated. You can't control how another human being relates to a meme. You can't control how another human being relates to comedy, which is really important. Because once, because then censorship starts to become so subjective, the line gets, the line ends up wherever you want. I will have to say I do agree with you on certain points, but I still believe there still needs to be a line 
Because, look, okay, I get it. People are like, oh, I don't want you making fun of JSS and whatever. But I think there's a line between making fun of a program and then making fun of sexual harassment. Like, there have been people on this campus who dealt with that before. Yeah, there, there, ha there have been a lot of people. And I think, okay, you're right. People do get offended. It's a rule of thumb for anyone who's making content. However, there needs to be some moral ju judgment because when you need to make that line in order to establish like this is where I stand, these are my, this, these are my standards. And not only that, but look, there's different types of people with different types of standards. There might be people saying the content A offends me, but then the, the person who says it is, is making jokes about rape all day. So, so it also depends, depends on who's saying it as well. So the, the thing is, you're, you're right, there are people who it affects differently. There are plenty of people in that group who found that content, who found, found some of the offensive content funny. There are people in, the, in that group, or personal friends of mine, and even myself, who have experienced family members committing suicide and still find that those jokes funny. Because everyone is different. Comedy is something that you can't want, no one really has a right to tell another person what's funny. Especially because you don't know where that person's coming from. Everyone finds something else funny. And I don't have the right to tell you what you're allowed to find morally morally funny or not. Some of the things that the people joke about, I don't find okay. I don't find the way Rav Schechter is treated to be okay. So, kind of leading um, on the topic of censorship and inappropriate posts, um, Schiffer, a while back you posted a BuzzFeed quiz um, about Baron students and, and marriage. And it got a lot of negative feedback. It was covered by the Observer. Um, and people said it was mean and went too far. So has that, has that in any way shaped how you view how content can be viewed by, by students? Yes, but before I do answer that, I would just like to give some background on that. As far as you're saying, people were upset I was being mean. So I would just like to exp express that. Originally when I made that quiz, I did not realize that 20,000 people of like the Jewish world would be taking of it. I thought, okay, I'm just posting this for Jewish shift posting. Maybe I'll post it in science if she but okay, that's it. It was like the first thing that actually got exposure. And not only that, but it reached people outside of its supposed target audience. Like I had people from like Olaf and other places. I had like older women who in their 40s and 50s were taking this quiz who don't, who aren't as connected with pop culture, so they didn't understand it. Like, there were people who thought that someone who worked at BuzzFeed thought, gee, I know what CERN College is, and I'm going to make a BuzzFeed quiz about it. I'm not kidding you. There were people who actually thought that. And the, the people who the quiz was meant to, a lot of them knew it was a joke. Okay, maybe not everyone liked the joke, but they knew it was a joke. And surprisingly, the majority of people were okay with it. It was just, there was a loud majority not a loud majority, a loud minority. And heck, literally two weeks after, I was in the BuzzFeed office anyway. Like, I literally was talking with the individual who took the quiz down, and even she said that she knew it was satire. So, again, did the quiz offend people? Yeah, it did, but it wasn't made to offend people. It happened to offend people. Like, that, was, that wasn't the intentional goal. My intentional goal wasn't, gee, Stern girls are really bad. I'm going to tell the world how bad they are. Honestly, I was just making a quiz because at the time, the format build a blank and we'll tell you blank was popular. Yes, I do. Because of this whole thing, I do take that in consideration with running a group because honestly, I don't want someone thinking, gee, if I start a major controversy, then 
I'm gonna get all this attention and it's the greatest thing ever because honestly it, it's really it's it comes and goes and at the end of the day I want to make content to entertain people I want people to be scrolling I want them to feel happy because of my content I, I don't want to put people down I don't want people to have a negative feeling I want people to be entertained okay but do you think that then all three of you are now admins um, of meme groups and you're you you talking about censorship and how some of you say Tony you said that you sh there shouldn't be any censorship because who knows what's funny to who well Shiver and Emily you advocate for more a more of a nuanced view of censorship and so but wouldn't you say that as a admin of a meme group with an audience and you all know your audience relatively well that it's your it's your job to kind of find that balance between entertainment and things that go too far, whether you want to classify it as hate speech or insults or however you want to classify it, do you think that you have a, it's almost an obligation, whether or not you agree with the philosophy of how anything could be funny, you have an obligation to your members who are almost like your customers to provide them with a product that they enjoy and therefore perhaps should in, in put in certain censorship and take in certain, certain perspectives. The thing about that is though, comedy, like, like I said, comedy is also so subjective that, and a lot of the people who are active, and a lot of people who are viewing things, don't really interact with the like button or don't really comment, so you don't really know what's behind, what's going on behind the scenes, and second of all, when you actually tell people what they are and are not allowed to find funny, people really don't like that, like, no one likes to be talked down to or be told, like, this is not okay that you don't like this, No, nobody, nobody likes that, and when I think on a personal level, yeah, you're right. The admin has to probably be more of an example, which is why I messed up. However, to filter other people's ideas, I don't really like, especially because of the way a lot of things end up going in terms of sometimes even when housing was being made fun of, I had RAs coming up to me being like, that's really not okay. Okay, um, I think we've exhausted this topic of censorship. So let's move on to, to now. A different question. Emily, we'll start with you about this. How do you think that the memes contribute to campus conversation? Is it a positive contribution, a negative contribution? Um, whether, and what, on whatever topic it is, religious issues, Sims cheating, all the things that these memes cover on campus. I definitely think that it helps open up conversation amongst the student body. Like, Jews are known to deal with our suffering with jokes, whether it be completely appropriate, who's to say, but that the fact that like you see it on your Facebook, like it gets people to think, even if you're not, even if that's not the goal of the meme, it's just like, oh, I want to make fun of YP today, I don't care, but they'll, it'll spark conversation between people that might not have necessarily happened before they saw the meme, they might not have even been, they might have like been pushing the thoughts away of certain bad aspects of, of the school. They might have been brushing off certain things that are actually really important to talk about. So I think that the meme groups in and of themselves have a positive contribution to the student body as a whole. Honestly, people have told me that they believe that memes um, help change things, but at the end of the day, I really don't think so. I think we're all just there to let loose and even though Josh Weisberg and 
Schwab are in the group, nothing actually gets done because of it. Nothing actually happens because of it. Yeah, every everyone always complains to their friends, but like at the end of the day, it's just there for fun. So you say they're more reaction to to realities as opposed to trying to to change things. Yeah, I mean, like, look, we're all just sitting on our phones, not doing anything act anything substantial. Come on, like, if if you want actual change, you walk into the office and you sit down and talk to them. Yeah, I definitely don't think that memes. That someone's going to see a meme and be like, wow, this definitely needs to change. I'm going to walk into Rabbi Berman's office and demand that this needs to be done. I think it's more about just bringing things to the front line in the conversations around campus. I don't think memes themselves are the most efficient way to get policy changes done, for sure. But you did mention earlier that memes could have a positive effect in terms of opening the eyes of students or, or making them aware of, of uh, certain issues. But some would say that perhaps that the memes, because they are always, almost always exclusively negative, and because they are from the safety of behind the computer screen, that it just creates a toxic environment of bashing the university. So how would you respond to that? Do you think that it's valid? Look, there's, I don't think every meme in itself is inherently negative. While it may come off that way when you're like scrolling through the masses and it's like, oh yeah, we're making fun of our school, but it's kind of like the classic, like, oh, that boy's making fun of that girl, like he likes her. So like there's a certain level of affection that comes with the mockery of it. Like, we're all here. If you really didn't like the school that much, you would leave. People leave all the time. It's more just a way to let out frustration. And yes, that can come off as negative, but I don't think that the people, certainly when I make memes, I'm not intending for it to come off as, yeah, I'm just going to bash on this aspect of YU today. Also, just to add to how Abilie said, not all of them are negative. Like, as an example for positive memes, like you'll see memes like me and my bestie going to blank to do blank, or me going to my friend's house to do my makeup or something. Like, there are positive memes. It's just because a lot, a lot of these memes come from frustration, and frustration is usually negative. That's why these memes are, are starting off from a negative place and ending up negative. I've, I've talked to RAs about it, where like, like this, this isn't actually what it's like. This is, a, I think, part of it is like Emily was saying. Like a lot of people like self-deprecating humor, and a lot of people hate it because they find it, they find it offensive or weird. But it's a lot of times making fun of the things that you're a part of. Are you find it funny? You find it funny to mock what other people would call faults, but you actually find like comfort in them. And I think that's a big part of what a, a, why a lot of people post. Of like yeah you're right this is it's weird but like we like it like this is this is kind of what it is self self deprecating humor is a thing that a lot of people like and it's a it's used in sitcoms all the time and it's right it's clearly very popular. the group is very popular it's only gone up in membership so you're obviously doing something right in that area in terms of what people want to hear and what people want to see so. Recently, almost 24 hours ago, a second meme group was formed called Quality Memes for YU Teens. Um, Shifra and Emily, you're both admins of that group. 
Could you explain why that group, why was that group formed? Uh, the group was originally formed because I was dealing with a lot of people messaging me and I just really wanted to play solitaire on my phone without getting messaged by anyone. That, that's literally it. I just wanted to play solitaire. I came back from my Isaiah class. I'm like, I'm going to play solitaire for an hour. But nope, I didn't get to play solitaire for an hour. So I'm like, you know what people need? They need a group that they're not getting mad at. So I just like put people there, played solitaire for 15 minutes, and then I went to my half Torah class. So the meme group was created in, in response to a lack of censorship? It's not that it's a lack of censorship, but because people were thinking of the other group, not the other group, but there was drama recently. People obviously, they love drama. They like talking about drama. They want to be a part of it. And then there's also the people who are like, I don't want to be a part of the drama because I just came here to have a good time. So I'm like, okay, so what if there's a place without the drama? Exactly. So I just put people there, called it a day, went to my Haftarot class and learned about Pesach. So it's an attempt to, to remove the drama from what could come of some memes. So I think part of the reason why a lot of drama does come from the memes is because we have attempted to censor things, overly censor things. And because when you censor things, you're basically saying, well, this is the way, anything that's up is in relation to what I find morally okay. So if you, if you go with the, look, I'm taking a step back from this, leave me alone, I really don't care, it has nothing to do with me, then people will tend to leave you alone. Like, no, people, people don't harass me personally because I, I tell them, it has nothing to do with me, go away. And that's it. And, but then, because Shifra's always involved in it, they tend to go annoy her. And I, I feel bad for that. They shouldn't do that. Literally That's someone, wrong. So, someone the other night was actually, she came to me, she's like, Why do you do this? Why did you meet my friend? Why do you meet my friend? Why do you meet, meet my friend? And I'm like, I didn't, though. And she's like, Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. And I'm like, No, I've only muted one person. I know I've only muted one person, and your friend wasn't that person. Because it was late at night, I was going back from the heights, from like chilling with my friend. I just wanted to go to my room, but nope, it's not that simple. And, and that's that's not okay because people like to associate things with, with with the people who are running it, which I don't think should be the case. I don't think they should be attacking us when something gets po posted that they don't like. Because at every point, someone's always angry at me, and I just tell them to go away. So. I will end with this question. Um, what would you say the difference is between the two groups? And is there a concern that this meme group will kind of turn into what happened with Y Community Marketplace, which seems to be that people just kind of post in both and that they've both become, become almost the same, the same group? How, how do you see the two groups differentiating and, where, and, and are there different goals for them? Well, I think this group was this new group was created in order to avoid the drama. So I think, I mean, I noticed today that someone posted the same meme in both groups and I was like, oh my gosh. Like, I don't want, I don't think the goal for the group, the new group is to become a YU community marketplace, but honestly, the group is a day old. <laughs> There's no way we could know what the end goal is actually supposed to be. I think it's just more of a matter of, oh, 
people were getting upset by what they saw in the other group if they want to, to see slightly more wholesome content they could come to this one all right um with that we'll close this episode thank you to the three of you for joining us on this late evening right before break i know we all want to go home um so again thank you for joining us to our listeners at home have a happy passover and never stop commentating <laughs>